He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, it's a good day for singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Howdy, 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 howdy. Good morning. Hello there. How are you? How are you? How are you? As Arthur Godfrey used to say. And I realized when I said that that there isn't anybody out there who knows who Arthur Godfrey is. Yeah, what happened to him, Howard? <laughs> I think he died. Uh, <laughs> about 30 years ago, I think. At one time, one of the most popular TV hosts. We talked about TV hosts a few weeks ago. At one time, radio host and then into a TV as well. The Arthur Godfrey Show was a, a staple. I think it was called The Breakfast Club. I could be wrong about that. It was a staple uh, of uh, early morning television, radio at first and into television. Arthur Godfrey. And um, everybody gathered around the radio to listen in the morning. Kind of like... Yes. The Watchdog Morning Show. Us. Everybody gathers to listen. They say, I wonder what Howard and Bob are going to do today. What and, are we going to do today, Well, Howard? the thing is, we're kind of like you all. We ask that question every morning around 710, like it is right now, and say, huh, wonder what we're, we're going to do today. I got some ideas. I got some ideas. The mayor's dropping by. Mayor Glenn Elliott drops by. We are going to talk about that proposed gaming center in Woodsdale and also a policy in Parkersburg implemented recently banning camping on public property. It's aimed, of course, to keep the homeless off the streets. Is that going to migrate its way to Wheeling? Uh, City Manager Bob Heron talked about that in the Intel over the weekend, and I'll talk to the mayor about it this morning. Ohio still has some ARPA money left over, the federal pandemic money, if you will. Uh, not a lot, but some. The group Policy Matters Ohio has some ideas on how to best spend the leftover money uh, to help schools. And we're going to talk with folks from, from Policy Matters Ohio uh, coming up today. What's next for Kevin McCarthy, for the federal budget, for Trump's fraud trial? National correspondent Tom Scateri and I have all the political news coming up a little bit later on. And RFK Jr. is likely to announce that he's going to run now not as a Democrat, which he's doing currently, but he's going to switch to being an independent candidate for president. So I'm wondering, how does that affect Joe Manchin's consideration of a third-party run? We shall talk about that later on this morning. Plus, slider on sports, Adam Fike's forecast. Taylor Long is in the Ohio Valley News Room from WTRF-TV. And as you can see, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to get to this morning. It is 58 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 56 at the Highlands, 56 in Elm Grove and 57 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It's really good. Uh, well, it's great uh, to wake up and get news, good, great, wonderful news that you, when you went to bed, you thought, ah, this isn't going to end very well, Howard. And you, I think you know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm one of those guys, that glass is full, but I'll tell you it's half empty. You know, I, I'm always looking that way. So How's your glass this morning? It's uh, it's empty out. Uh, but to, to wake up and to hear that that nine-year-old little girl was found yeah. up in New York, you know, because we watch a lot of Law & Order. We watch too much Law & Order, Howard. It almost never, ever ends like that, does it? Yeah. Uh, my wife uh, shouted, literally shouted when she first read the headline uh, last night that uh, – and I, I, gotta t I wasn't following it closely. And it's just, that nine-year-old girl's been found. It's like, what? Who? And then, I, then, I, then my mind caught up with her. So, yeah, that is, that is a good story to hear. 
Yeah, because she was gone for a while. That you know, it was one of those uh, just tragic mysteries. Uh, she didn't come home. They found her bike, Howard. They were they were kind of camping in a in a new area. But the person, I guess, got greedy, and he put a ransom note in the mailbox, and uh, that's how they, they tracked her down. So great great news. How do people – I guess there are people like that in the world. It's, you know, it's just – how do you kidnap a nine-year-old girl? I mean, I, Again, how do you do that? You mean, I guess if it's a Lindbergh baby, it's one thing, but really just – I just – yeah, so hopefully the little girl and but everybody's – that's a good story. Yeah, that's everybody's good story. happy, happy, hopefully. Good news. There's good news tonight. Who said that? There was some other. That, see, I'm quoting. <laughs> How long all, has that guy been dead? I'm Howard? quoting all of these old dead announcers. There's good news. Lowell Thomas was it Lowell Thomas? Oh, there's good news tonight. Holy mackerel! Seven thirteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, you had breakfast yet? Well, you picked me up. Did we stop anywhere? <laughs> well, I don't I know. I you thought maybe you grabbed something beforehand. No, huh? Every morning I think about you know maybe grabbing a you know a muffin or something or a piece of toast before I leave. I very seldom do. No, I never do. I usually have, if I decide I want breakfast, I'll have it right at 10 o'clock when I get off the air or when I get home. Uh, would a um, would a piece of pizza be a good breakfast for Are you? Are you teasing me, Howard? Are you getting your kicks over there teasing me? I get my kicks on Route 66, just yeah. so you know. Well, yes, hell yes. Look, <clears throat> I like pizza in the morning at room temperature. It might have been laying there for a day and a half. And I yes, the answer is yes, Howard. You got Six, some? 69%. No, I, all I have is a poll. I don't have any. We would be happy to accept some. Uh, I don't have any. Sixty-nine <clears> percent <throat> of Americans say pizza is a great breakfast food. But I like it. Like I, you, the, the worst thing you can do with pizza, as far as I'm concerned, is put it in a refrigerator. Do not put it in a refrigerator. Put keep it in the box and put it in a corner over there on the counter. Yeah. And if you want to warm it up, fine. But I kind of like room temperature. Kind of, you know. It, it's it's funny though. I'm with you. It's funny if we have Patsy's Pizza to Carlos. Um, in the evening, I like it hot and crisp and melting the cheese, all right? And if it sits that round and then, like, you know, a couple hours later before I go to bed, I think I'm going to have another piece. Oh, now it's cold. I don't want – at 10 o'clock at night, I don't want that cold pizza. The same piece of cold pizza at 7 o'clock in the morning – Looks pretty good to me. I like it kind of shriveled up like a day in the box. <laughs> Again, you can't put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, I'm bringing this up because this is National Pizza Week. Love it. National Pizza Week. So you do not have to feel in any way ashamed if you go out and have pizza every night of the week this week. And every morning as well for breakfast because 69% of us think that breakfast uh, pizza is a great breakfast food. Um, the average American eats... Let's see, I eat generally four slices at a time. I'm just trying to compare myself here with the national average. I eat four slices at a time. No, I don't think I hit the national average. The average American eats 180 slices a year. You think you, do you hit 180 a year? Yeah, I'm sure. Although, I'm average. When, I mean, I used to be way above average. I yeah. mean, I, I had four down before we were even getting started. That's just under 23 pizzas in, as a, on the average, or about two per month if you ate the pizza all by yourself. Well, you look at it that way. That's yeah. I'd, I'd probably do that. I could probably do that. Uh, let's see. The average. Pe- how often do you eat pizza? Maybe once a week. Average person eats pizza three times a month. I would suspect the Ohio Valley has a higher than national average pizza consumption. We have so many pizza places around here, and long before the franchises first began to come in, we had a lot of the independent, you know, pizza places around. I don't know what. Well, I guess I do. Some of it had to do with 
with the, being an immigrant food or whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> but um, the, the first pizza I can remember, Howard, again, you're a little bit older than me, uh, it was DiCarlo's. I thought, all, yeah, I thought sure. all pizza was like that. I, I, I didn't know. And then I guess you, maybe the first franchise would have been maybe Pizza Hut. And then you could open up your whole world. And then my when my grandmother would go uh, shopping on Saturday, I would go to the Pizza Inn. That was totally different pizza. That was a pizza pie. I knew nothing about that. I thought it was all square, and they threw cold cheese on it. See, I thought DiCarlo's was simply another word for pizza. <laughs> you want to have pizza? Yes. It's DiCarlo's. So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, uh, I, in the beginning, DiCarlo's was all that I knew. I forgot about Pizza Hut, uh, not Pizza Hut, but uh, Pizza Inn. We did get there all the time. First franchise that I think of as a franchise, Pizza Inn was a franchise, but the first franchise that I think of coming here to the Upper Ohio Valley, the first time we had the uh, delivery was when Domino's. Domino's became the first one uh, they brought. Uh, I had friends who had gone to Ohio University. And Domino's had been there, and they were so excited when Domino's came here to the Upper Ohio Valley. From the uh, Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline, Howard, uh, I did not know this. Uh, DiCarlo's now offers a Detroit-style pizza? Not DiCarlo's. DeFelice. Maybe I heard wrong. Maybe it, I was so. It is. Yeah, I think it's DeFelice. Yeah. Yes. They just started doing it this week. I, I'm familiar with a Chicago style. That's the Detroit deeper, style. which I I'm like, not. I like Detroit style. See, I like the thin. I'm a New York. Give me that thin where I can fold it over and woof it down. My favorite uh, of the franchises uh, pizza is the Brooklyn from Domino's. In fact, no offense to Domino's because they do good pizza. About the only pizza from Domino's that I like is the Brooklyn. Teddy likes the Brooklyn. Out of, out of nowhere one day, Teddy said, Granddad, do you have any Brooklyn pizza? I was like, excuse me? You don't eat pizza. I like the Brooklyn. Well, son of a gun, then we're going to order one right away. I'm like you. Those nice, it's thin. The cheese is just layered on there right. You fold it over. That That's, to me, the same thing. I think, Detroit's a deep dish. Yeah, and I'm not big on that. I think a true New Yorker or a New Jersey uh, native would say a wedge. Don't they call that a wedge, Howard? Yeah. And I think I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's either DeFelice or Papa John's. They've been teasing it for a while, and I'm pretty sure it's DeFelice. Um, maybe it is Papa John's. All right, I'm gonna need someone to double check that for me. <laughs> uh, but they've been teasing it for the last month or so, and then they announced it officially this week. They're going with the D Detroit style. Now I like Detroit style. It's a good option for me. Nancy does not at all. So, which means we won't get it very often, I suppose. Let's see what else have I got here for you. 64% uh, of the people surveyed say pizza is the best food for movie nights. Yeah, pizza in a movie, right? That makes sense for me. 25%. <laughs> I've never been to a wedding where they serve pizza at the reception of you. No, I don't think so. 25% say that they would serve pizza at their wedding reception. Average American, this, across the country, this makes sense. The average American's perfect pizza is circular, not square. We're used to square pizza here, um, but a lot of people. I've, I've been posting a couple of stories recently from some of these food magazines that I get and so on, and uh, they're always amazing. The strange place of the Ohio Valley where they have square pizza with cold cheese, you know, and it's <laughs> so. Uh, but across the country, the perfect pizza is, is circular, topped with what were the, what are the toppings that Americans like? Well, pepperoni, extra cheese, maybe throw some sausage on there, banana peppers, mm -hmm. onions. Mushrooms and Parmesan, in addition to what you mentioned. Uh, cheese, pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, and uh, Parmesan. 
Only five states, I don't have the entire list here, so I can't do this, but we are among them. There are only five states in the country that prefer the square pizza. Obviously, West Virginia is one of them. Georgia, Idaho, New York, Utah, and West Virginia. Let's see. Worst possible topping? The worst possible topping. Keep that pineapple, and I don't want chicken on my pizza either. Avocado is number one. Yeah. yeah. All, blah, blah, blah. Why would you do that? You know? I would go with uh, anchovy. <laughs> People like anchovies. No. You know, there's been a rumor going around. I, I, I don't know if they've even announced it, but there's a, a, a pizza chain. Well, I don't even know if it's a chain. It's a pizza place over in St. Clairsville that's coming to Wheeling Howard, I think, the first of the year. Yeah, I know. I'm, hear that. Has it been announced? I mean, is it still? Like, yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know that they've announced it, but it's been, it's a public. So we're talking Fabio's Pizza. Fabio's, well. yeah. And I love, I let me tell you again, so, Howard, I'm tell you, I love Fabio's I Pizza. I will be so excited when it gets here. Uh, and you know who probably will be among their first customers? I'm hoping me. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, worst possible toppings, avocado, followed by mac and cheese. Yeah. Mac. Listen, I love mac and cheese, but not on pizza. Eggplant and fried chicken. That's what I'm saying. Keep that chicken off my pizza. Give me fried chicken. In fact, it, 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 I, I, if you, anybody's out there with fried chicken, bring that in right now, too. But not on the pizza. And final stat one in six Americans prefer their leftover pizza cold. Everywhere else, they'd rather heat it up. Everyone else would rather heat it up. But one in six prefer their leftover pizza cold, just like you, sir. And I want to give a shout-out to Jerry Lee's. I think it's still there. I haven't been in Woodsfield for for a while, Howard. But Jerry Lee's, that was her thing. She had pizza, and then she had fried chicken over here. So you could, I would always do the combination. Give me a couple of those chicken breasts and give me, like, four pieces of three pieces of pizza. It was just – I thought, man, what a great combination. And you just don't see that very often. Well, I like, you know, I like every once in a while somebody offers a strange, not, I shouldn't call it strange, a different kind of pizza or a different kind of topping. And sometimes, oh, that works. That works. Frio Stack Auction Service uh, text line is open and available 304 214 1600. Anchovies are great on pizza. I'm tempted to send you to the pit. Just, just for saying that, but no, I'm not going to send you to the pit. Uh, that's that's your opinion. If you like anchovies, more power to you. But they are not great on pizza. I am just sorry. I can't accept that. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Sliced tomatoes from the garden. Again, I'm not even big. I don't want sliced tomatoes on my – I'm not a big tomato eater, but uh, they don't belong on my pizza. Yeah. I'm, I know there's tomato sauce there, but I don't, I don't want to Yeah, it's enough of that. I don't want to have tomato. Uh, Howard, I worked at Pizza Inn in 76, 77. Guy came in and asked if we had pineapple. We said no. <laughs> he walked to Foodland, brought a, brought a pineapple back. We put it on his cheese, cheese pizza. If they don't have what you want, go, <laughs> go, go, go buy it. He made it work, Howard. I guess so. I guess so. 724, 24 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now, I have... Uh, one more food story to get to. Good news. We'll do it after the break. Good news for Steve from St. C. Coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons, we embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time.
ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Should I start singing? Uh, do you know Marvin Gaye? Uh, I, uh, 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 Things were going too well, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad it finally came back because to answer your question, yes, I do know Marvin Gaye, but I cannot name that tune in one note. I didn't. I couldn't. If I'd had a couple more notes, I could have sung it. Uh, 726, 26 after the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show. Sunny and a high of 82 today. I didn't mention that when we started off this morning. 58 at the airport, 56 at the Highlands, 56 in Elm Grove, and 57 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling. In the heart of the Ohio Valley, I am, as frequently, uh, off schedule already. My 720 uh, segment We'll have to get pushed back to later in the <laughs> later in the show. It's a political conversation I want to get to, and we shall do that coming up maybe after uh, after eight o'clock. Uh, I double checked to make sure, and um, I double checked online. In the uh, the the new Detroit style pizza is going to be from uh, DeFelice Brothers Pizza. It's DeFelice. I did I checked double checked that. Yes, so for a limited time only. It is DeFelice right, Detroit and, style. And again, I like Detroit style. I'll try to convince my wife to at least once. She doesn't care for it so much. She'll, we'll probably end up with the Brooklyn again. But that's okay. I like the Brooklyn. You know who I bet around here loves that Detroit-style pizza, Howard? Who's that? Lola. She's from Detroit, Rock oh, City. Oh, I've never thought about that. I bet she does. I bet she does. Uh, 728 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Might as well wrap up the first half hour with more food talk. So it's good news. Oh, there's good news tonight. Another one of those old-time announcers. Oh, there's good news tonight for Steve from St. C. You may remember last year, McDonald's had said when they had the McRib, it was the McRib's final tour. There will be no more McRib. It's our final tour. Come get your McRib this year. This is the end of it. There will no, no more McRibs never occur again. Well, guess what? They lied. They lied. Yeah, they pretty much did. Now, I don't think it's a great mystery, great surprise. It was clearly a marketing ploy. It's been a year since McDonald's had their big farewell tour for the McRib. 
Uh, and the McRib will be back next month <laughs> at McDonald's. Um, they've done this before, actually. In 2005, 2006, they had the farewell tour, and then each year they they brought it back. Um, but I know so many people, including our good friend Steve from St. C. He loves those things. You know, the one that did not work for me, Howard, was a complete turnoff, and I haven't been there for a long time. Remember when Arby's came out? With that big juicy cheeseburger, and like you would order it, it's ah, we we don't have it, and they were out for the longest time. Yeah. So I quit paying attention to it. I never got one. I, I I was promoting them on the air frequently, and my friend Scott, uh, who was running, the, he was manager at the time. I drove by one day and he goes, "Hey, we don't have those anymore." <laughs> it was an Angus burger or something. I can't remember. What I it don't was. know, but it looked damn good. I <laughs> wanted a couple of them. And I never, I never had a chance to try one. And you're right; they looked at Wagyu. It was a Wagyu burger. Wagyu burger. <laughs> they said we don't have one. What? <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I never had a chance to try one. And again, I was promoting them on the air. And Scott's one day, I'm driving through getting a roast beef, and he goes, uh, "Listen, appreciate you promoting that uh, Wagyu burger, but uh, we haven't had it for like six weeks." <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Uh, it was very popular. It was a limited time only thing. And they ran out, like, the first week they ran out. Yeah, they said, we ran out. Okay, they'll get more, right? Well, they didn't. Well, that was no, it. that was it. That was limited time means limited time, and the time limit has come and has gone. Uh, let's see. Here's McDonald's explanation for how it was a farewell tour for McRib last year. Uh, this year, that was the farewell tour to the McRib being available, quote, nationwide. Nationwide. A lot of locations will have it this year. Probably most locations will have it this year, but there might be one or two that are not going to have the McRib. Therefore, that's why it was their farewell tour. Or, as you said, they lie, <laughs> which is okay, I guess. It's, it's, listen, marketing, what is, what is another word for marketing? Teach you, trick you. Lying, <laughs> lying, absolutely. It's just another word for lying. That's, that's what marketers do. No offense to my good friends in the advertising and marketing business, but that's that's what they do. All right, National Pizza Week uh, and uh, the farewell tour was done and over with. McRib coming back. This says next month, but I may have printed this story. No, I printed the story today. This says next month, but I, for some reason I think it's coming sooner than that. I think McRib will be here sooner than that. And I know, you know, Jerry, uh, Steve from St. C. just goes berserk every year when the McRibs come out. And I like him. Do you like him? I have never had a McRib. Really? Never, yeah. no. You know, and pe- people say, "What well, I, I say, oh, I like this. And they go, well, you know, that's not really rib. I, I don't care. It's, it's a it's a processed meat of some kind. Is it like kangaroo, it, Howard? I mean, do you have I any idea care. what you're eating? It, I, you know, it, it's, a, it's a processed meat of some kind, and they put barbecue sauce on it. And I think pickles and some other. I like it. And they call it McRib. They could call it McDuty for all I care. I'm going to eat it, and I <laughs> like it. Yeah, well, maybe not McDuty, but... And I like it. And I'm like Steve from St. C. When they first uh, bring the McRibs back, uh, I usually go through and get a couple of them at one time just to savor them. So, anyways, McRib, uh, the McRib is coming back even though they had their farewell tour. And uh, what else? Was, so, and DeFelice is uh, going to be – well, DeFelice is doing Detroit-style pizza. And um, we have um, – Fabio's is coming to Wheeling. Now, let's be very clear about that. Oh, whoa. There Speaking of. <laughs> are you excited about the McRib? Oh, man. That's the best news in months. 
the, they lied, Steve. They lied to us. I called this show and told you that last year. You did. That's Thank right. you, Steve, from St. C. <laughs> You're the you, guy. Sir. Steve, he helped us. Oh, man, look at that. Huh? All right. A little Wendy's action here this morning. I like that. We're going to break uh, We're gonna break a couple yeah, rules here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We're not supposed to eat in the studio, right? I don't see anything, Howard. The camera's off, right? Yeah, camera's off. The cameras haven't stood. We are, we are, the cameras are here, and we have been testing them. They're not working right now, which is a good thing. So, at 7.33, 27 till the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show, it's time for us to check into the Ohio Valley News with Taylor Long while, um, while I unwrap my sandwich. Get a little of that on you there, Howard. I can't get good a Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this October the 3rd. We get right to breaking news. Officials in New York said the nine-year-old girl who went missing just days ago has been found alive and safe. New York Governor Kathy Hochul provided an update overnight on Charlotte Cena, who disappeared on a bike ride while at a state park with her family. After that, officials said it was an intense, days-long search. They say they found Charlotte alive. The governor described the timeline of how a ransom note was left at her home. New York officials are still investigating. We don't have all the pieces together right now. We'll share more details with you as they become available. And back here at home, one person is dead this morning after a motorcycle crash on Route 2 in West Virginia. Officers say they responded to a crash between a motorcycle and a car at the intersection of State Route 2 and 24th Street in Wellsburg. They say 37-year-old John Joseph William Miller was on a motorcycle when he attempted to pass a vehicle on the right while traveling north. The passenger vehicle tried to turn right at the same point when both vehicles collided. Miller was thrown from the motorcycle and died instantly. And staying in Brook County at last night's council meeting, Fallensby officials talked about future traffic concerns. Back in May, the West Virginia Division of Highways proposed a plan to remove traffic lights from four main intersections in Fallensby. Those four lights are at the intersection of Main and State Streets, Main and Ohio Streets, Main and Raymond, and the entrance to the Coke plant. The West Virginia Division of Highways responded last Friday saying they are going to shut these lights down. This change has Mayor David Veligal worried. The mayor's next steps include talking with higher officials and even starting petitions to keep these lights open, especially due to the amount of traffic coming in from Route 2 to new businesses coming in the area. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. 
Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Life is full of uncertainties, but with FronApp Wimberka Insurance, you can be prepared for whatever comes your way. We work with multiple top-rated insurance providers, ensuring you get the best coverage at the best price. Auto, home, life, health, or business, you name it, we've got you covered. FronApp Wimberka Insurance is committed to protecting what matters most to you so you can have the peace of mind. We are proud to serve Marshall County and the entire Ohio Valley. Fronapp Work Insurance, your trusted insurance partner. Find us online at www.myfbins.com. If you're gonna make a run and you plan on having fun, the one place you should know, Gumby's Grab and Go. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. This uh, Wendy sandwich looks really good. Uh, looks like the, the biscuit is nice and flaky and feels warm. Um, if, if it wasn't for the fact that we can't eat it here in the studio, uh, I would taste some right now. But I guess I have to wait until later on to taste it because I can't. We're not allowed to eat in the studio. But the, the, it, looked good. it looks good. It, uh, it's even better than that, Howard. Uh, the best endorsement I could give is. You wouldn't need anything with that biscuit. If you had, yeah, if you just had butter or jelly, you would be in because I, <clears throat> I've never had Wendy's breakfast until what about three minutes ago. Yeah, I just it was something that was never appealing to me. But if you'd have put that in front of me, I'd have said that's that's some scratch. Whoever made those, bis- those biscuits, biscuits know yeah. what they're doing. Uh, Wendy's does a listen. I, I love McDonald's breakfast, and for all the complaining I've done about McDonald's from you know their inconsistency, their breakfasts are usually pretty good. So I want to make that point. Wendy's, after they came online with the breakfast, they've been giving McDonald's a pretty good run for their money. And as you all know, I follow this kind of stuff. I read all the food blogs and stuff. And uh, Wendy's is actually giving a uh, <clears throat> excuse me is giving uh, McDonald's a good run for their money for breakfast. Um, the regular. This is a smaller sandwich here than I'm used to from McDonald's. One of the problems I have with Wendy's is they're they're uh, like a sausage and egg biscuit comparison to the McDonald's is uh, so it's too big. It's too big for me. Um, but this is just the right size. So I got to say again, thanks to Steve from St. C. Man, you know, yes, we were talking about pizza for breakfast, and that would have been good too. But uh, breakfast food for breakfast, that's just as good. 
Especially when you're surprised, you know, when you're sitting here thinking, man, I wish I had something to eat, and suddenly you, you have something, something to eat. eat. Wow. <laughs> I should have I wished for those Powerball numbers last night. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, just a shame I can't eat it here in the studio because... Uh, you were very disciplined, Howard. Yeah. Like a Marine. Yeah. So disciplined in there. Got a bit of a mess here. Still got that right there on your, your chin there. <laughs> My wife is listening. She's going, yeah... Do I have to come in and clean up the floor or something before the, before before Kayleen gets there? Because oh, I did get some on the floor. You know All what right. I'm gonna say? What's that? Donnie did it. <laughs> We've told Donnie over and over and over again. No eating in the studio. What's wrong with that boy? First, he interfered with our interview with Frank O'Brien yesterday, <laughs> and then he and then he made a mess in the studio. It's Donnie's fault. Donnie did it. I'm like, that's a great line. <laughs> no matter what the problem is, Donnie did it. Donnie did it. Uh, where am I? Uh, 7.41, 19 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's go to uh, the Big 7, WTRF TV, and Adam Fike. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. Howard, you can always you can always just blame the problems on the weatherman. Oh, I'm not going to blame you. I, you know, I like you. Donnie, different story. <laughs> uh, Donnie's a different story. I, I'll blame anything on Donnie Gilbert, you know, because we're not supposed to eat here in the studio. But someone just brought us a nice breakfast sandwich, and I couldn't just leave it, you know, until 10 o'clock. It may be cold, right? I couldn't leave it till 10 o'clock, could I? Exactly. you got to eat it now. Yeah, so I did, and it was good. And I and I and I feel good. We got food in the morning going this morning because this is National Pizza Week, and we were talking about whether or not you like pizza in the morning. Do you like pizza for breakfast, Howard? I love pizza. I, I knew I'll you eat pizza. Of, and I'll eat pizza. I, my mom always like you can't eat so much pizza you're going to get sick of it. <laughs> Howard, I could eat pizza three times a day. Six, well, seven days a week, three meals a day, so 21 times a week, and not get sick of it. The, um, the average American eats 108 uh, pizza three times a month, and I certainly do more than three times a month, that's for sure. I do at least four, maybe five or six. How many, uh, how many slices, if you're having a slice of pizza, how many slices do you have at a time? If you order it or if you got a pie and you're just taking a slice out, how many slices do you eat at a time? In a sitting, I'll eat four at a time. Four is my, it is my magic number. According to the survey I have here, 5,000 Americans who uh, were surveyed about pizza, because this is National Pizza Week, uh, the average number of slices per serving is five. Five. I could have done five. Actually, once upon a time, I could have done six or seven. But uh, in this, it, at my age, I can still only uh, manage to get through four. But I, I get through a good four, no question about that. Right. Oh, I could easily eat a. I could easily eat a larger and extra large myself. Do you have a favorite pizza place around here? Not around here yet. There's a place up near my parents. They make really good buffalo chicken pizza. Oh, okay. I'm not, but I haven't found I haven't found my go-to down here yet. I'm not. You know, listen. As far as pizza toppings go, I'm a traditionalist. Extra cheese always. Pepperoni is great. Uh, sometimes I feel sausage or mushrooms. You get past that. I, I'm just not big on any anything else on pizza. I want my pizza to taste like, uh, well, pizza. Uh, I don't want to taste, you know, chicken. I don't want to taste. And the worst is when you have, like, fruit, pineapple, or avocado on no. it. Yeah. That's, I knew 
I don't want to give my neighbors crap, but when growing up, they they would put like different vegetables, like peppers, on pizza. Yeah. And at that point, like, I felt like I just wanted to punch a hole in the wall. Like, how do you dare you disrespect pizza like that? <laughs> you don't disrespect the pizza. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here um, as far as my little survey goes? Average person eats pizza three times a month. Average American eats uh, 23 pizzas in total a year. Uh, 180 slices per year. Um, and 69% of Americans say pizza is great breakfast food. 69% say, yeah, bring it on in the morning. Have breakfast uh, breakfast uh, pizza. Now, Bob and I were talking earlier, uh, Adam. If we're, I like, we both can eat pizza in the morning. But pizza in the morning is a little different than pizza at uh, dinner time uh, or in the evening. You know, when I order pizza at night uh, for a snack or for dinner, uh, I want it to be hot and crispy and melt of the cheese and all that kind of stuff. When I think of pizza for breakfast or in the morning, I think of cold pizza. I like good cold leftover pizza. I actually can strongly agree with that. If I have it for dinner or for lunch, it needs to be very stringy, nice and warm, especially dinner. Lunch, and it could be talked either way. But I can't tell you how many times, both in the past year and in colleges, I've literally just grabbed excess pizza out of the fridge, slapped two pieces together, and just ate it cold. I don't, um, I don't eat pizza for lunch a lot. Now, Bob, you and I have done it a few times. Last time I think I had it, you and I went to Zantini's over at Martin's Ferry. Um, in fact, we went two times. And then um, we used to go down to Moundsville. Uh, to the pizza joint down there. We've been there. Varsity Pizzeria. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not generally, as a general rule, I'm not a lunchtime pizza person. Are you? It depends. If I'm lazy, I'll be like, eh, let's just throw pizza in the oven. If I don't want to actually cook anything or I'm too cheap and I don't want to go out and get something. <laughs> now, let me be clear as a bell. I say I don't generally eat lunch uh, pizza for lunch. I will eat pizza for lunch. I have no problem eating pizza for lunch. It's just I... Uh, to me, it's uh, it's it's not it's not on my usual. Although you know what, the pizza buffets a couple of places around here have Pizza Hut still has their buffet back, Greco's buffet. So, I guess I do sometimes have pizza for lunch. And even though now I just had a breakfast sandwich, now I'm still thinking about pizza for lunch again. <laughs> Jeez. All right, we better talk about the weather, Adam. Uh, it's going to be a nice day again, right? <laughs> For sure. I mean, yeah, it's going to be warm, but hey, it's going to be sunny, not going to be too humid. Both today, tomorrow should be, I would say, fairly clear. Mornings out, morning, I can speak. Morning hours, we see a little <laughs> bit of fog. Early half of the afternoon is clear before we see those puffy fair weather cumulus. And that's pretty much the day. Looks nice. Yes, it's warm, but it honestly doesn't feel too bad. We'll be uh, low 80s, somewhere around there. Yep, both today, tomorrow will be between that, I would say, 81 to 84 range. Okay, all right. Sounds good. We begin to drop a little bit, as you mentioned yesterday, as the week goes on, once we get past tomorrow. Uh, but And then the weekend brings a little bit of rain with it as well. But really, the whole period, the next uh, all the way up to and through next week, is, is not bad. We will see a significant drop in temperatures early in the week next week, but... Um, this week's not too bad. A little bit of rain for Ogilvy Fest. We talked about that yesterday. Is that still in the forecast? Yep. So Friday, like I've said before, much of Friday's rain is going to be the afternoon-ish time frame. So going to be unfortunately wet. You'll likely want to jack an umbrella if you're heading out Friday. But Saturday, the good news, though, is I'm expecting most of that rain to wrap up before sunrise. So before the parade kicks off, it should 
at least be drying out. It's still good. The grass is still going to be damp. Road still going to be a bit damp, but the rest of the day itself should be dry. Cool though. I mean, it's going to struggle to get out of the fifties on Saturday, but it's better than ninety and sunny. <laughs> and Sunday will be a pretty nice day too. Again, a, a much cooler day will be in the fifties, I guess, but still a nice day. Yep, nice day. Partly cloudy. Can't rule out a stray shower, but I expect ninety percent of us to stay dry. If anything, it's just a drizzle here and there or a light shower. But I expect most of us to stay dry with our temperatures in that mid, I would say mid to low 50s, and then Monday, partly cloudy, 55. And Monday is a holiday, but it's not a picnic day or anything. It's a Columbus Day. Hey, do we get Columbus Day off? Uh, well, Howard, uh, yeah. do you have a vacation day or two left? Yeah, and we're not, we don't get the day off. <laughs> we, can't we, Can I claim my Italian heritage? And, <laughs> claim it's a heritage day or not? Oh, all right, I guess we'll be here. Uh, Columbus Day is on Monday. Adam, appreciate it. We're at 58 at the airport, 56 at the Highlands, 56 in Elm Grove, and 57 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your pizza thoughts. And uh, we shall do her again tomorrow. Back to them. Thank you. 749, almost 750, 10 to the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show. Mr. Slider has sports coming up in a minute or two. And, Howard, I had no idea it was uh, Pizza Week. And I, when you were talking to Adam, I jotted down a couple names. Uh, you would know a couple of these. that uh, we, They're not around anymore. How about Tom Mortimer? Tom was so far ahead of everybody. He's the one that, first one that brought cool. the, the Philly steak hoagie. I, I don't think of him as pizza, but, I, but, he I, had I, pizza. I, but, but you're right. Absolutely. You know, Tom Mortimer there at Esbridge right before you go into Tridelphia. Slick Montebano, if you went into Tridelphia, Slick Montebano. Slicks Pizza, yeah, yeah. Uh, not there anymore. Jerry's still with us, but of course, the Varsity Pizzeria has been shut down for a long time. But you know, still my favorite pizza maker of all time, and I can still see him. Patsy. Patsy Vespa. Staggering in there, a young Bob Slider. I don't know how old, 16, 17, had <laughs> one too many beers. How you doing, Pats? How many? And it was never, you know, anything but a uh, little small, little little talk, but you knew you could count on Patsy. Yeah, he was. And he, he knew how to get free labor, and I'm not complaining. Uh, I used to work at the Isleys right across the alley, if you will, from DiCarlo's. De- and afterwards, uh, my buddy and, uh, Rob and I would go over and, and, uh, and uh, you know, get a piece of pizza. And, and he did the Tom Sawyer thing on us. Boys, you like to make boxes? <laughs> and we would spend the next hour making those boxes for him, you know. I got, I got pretty good. Never got paid for it. I think I got a piece of pizza every once in a while. But yeah. the, the other great thing about uh, Patsy, a Friday or Saturday night, maybe you spent all your money on beer or whatever, and you were hungry, and Pats, I'll be down Monday. No problem. Yeah. Never, ever said no. Also, Not one time. He ran that place when he was there like the captain of a ship. That's another thing that's amazing. There's like 13 people in there now, and there used to just be Patsy, and he used to pump pizza out there by himself. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, in my mind, I'm with you, he was the king of the pizza makers here in the upper Ohio Valley. Nine before the hour, Bob's got sports coming up in a minute or two. Um, next hour, uh, Tom Scateri is here, and he and I are going to talk about politics. But I, I, I want to throw this uh, thought out for you all, and you can start thinking about it now. RFK Jr., uh, who... Bit of a looney tune, in my opinion. Uh, I hate to say that he's part of the direct part of the Kennedy family, but um, he has been running as kind of a fringe Democrat candidate right now. But he now says he will switch to an independent. And the question I have is if uh, RFK Jr. runs as an independent candidate for president, you got Biden, you got Trump, and then you got RFK Jr. as that third party, third person. 
What does that do to Joe Manchin's thoughts of perhaps running as an independent candidate for uh, the no labels uh, ticket? I was actually on another radio station in West Virginia yesterday talking about this, and it got me thinking about it because they called me and said, what do you think? And I went, huh, guess I better think about this. So I thought about it, thought I'd bring it here and get uh, your opinion, too. We'll talk about that next hour. But Bob's got sports next. Hi, it's Oppie Kirchival from Talkline on Metro News coming up on the next show. I'm going to talk with West Virginia First District Congresswoman Carol Miller on her vote on the continuing resolution to keep the government open. And also Chris Steyerwalt from the Dispatch and the American Enterprise Institute. That and more on the next Talk Line. 10.06 Tuesday morning right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Want to know what's up in Wheeling? Tune in Wednesdays at noon for Your Wheeling. No two ways about it. With Mayor Glenn Elliott and Vice Mayor Chad Thalman. Live and local, only on The Watchdog. Time to pack the lunchbox. Check the backpack. Get the kids back to school. And we're right there with you. On The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. That little piano tinkling caught me by the wires there. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Holy mackerel. Uh, Michael Bublé again? Ah, no, that's Van Morrison. Van Morrison, really? I would not have guessed that. Wow, good stuff. 7.55, 5 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A couple of uh, pizza places. Are these all gone? Uh, off the text line, the Frio Stack Ox Service text line. Augusto's Pizza. I remember that name. Where was Augusto's? Do you remember? I'm thinking Ohio, but I don't think I, I ever had it. I don't know. I, I, I remember the name, Augusto's Pizza. Uh, and I do not remember this one. Pink Door Pizza in Moundsville. Remember that? I do. I do not. Where was it? In Moundsville. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Last night in New York City, Monday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks hammered the New York Giants 21-3. to the, C- uh, the Seattle defense totally shut the di- giant offense down, sacking New York uh, quarterback Daniel Jones 10 times with two interceptions and with a pick six. Seattle quarterback Geno Smith had a scare midway through the second quarter when he left the game with an injury. The former Mountaineer returned to start the second half. He finished 13 out of 20, 110 yards and one touchdown. 
Steeler news, still really don't know for sure, Howard, uh, how injured Kenny Pickett's uh, leg is. He was walking ar- around, I guess, Steelers' offices yesterday. Might miss a game, don't know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll uh, learn more uh, today, but it doesn't look like he's going to need any type of surgery or anything like that. So well, that's good. So good news if you are a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and shame on you if you're not. Major League Baseball's postseason begins today. The wildcard matchups are the Texas Rangers at the Tampa Rays, First pitch, 3.08. Also this afternoon, the Minnesota Twins will host the Toronto Blue Jays. That's a 4.38 start. Tonight, the Arizona Diamondbacks in Milwaukee to face the Brewers. 7.08 first pitch. And the Philadelphia Phillies host the Florida Marlins. That's an 8.08 start. For more sports talk this afternoon, NFL, high school, college football, all that stuff, baseball playoff, it is the Pine Room Podcast, 12 to 3, and I have the Gumby's Football Friday schedule, Howard. I kind of messed that up uh, also yesterday. This Friday, October 6th, they will be in Elm Grove. Hopefully the uh, oh, bad okay. weather stays away. We've been very, very fortunate, but the guys will be at Elm Grove. Uh, then they'll be gone a while, so if you live out that way, this Friday would definitely be the time to stop in. They'll be gone from the giveaway. Grove. Yeah, they we're heading back to, down to Moundsville after uh, this week, but uh, this Friday, Elm Elm Grove, October 13th. It's Moundsville South, Howard. That's the one down the road a little bit. On the right side of uh, Route 2 going down, uh, That we'll call that Moundsville South. And then October 20th and November 3rd, Moundsville, Walmart Drive, Gumby's down there. That's where the boys will be. The Pine Room boys today from noon to 3 on the Watchdog Network. And Slider on Sports Time, 758. And, of course, as Bob said, check the Pine Room boys, the Pine Room podcast guys, from Gumby's from noon until 3 uh, on Friday, this Friday and every Friday. Elm Grove this time around. Lots of people come by. They don't just they, – some people honk the horn. Some people come and stop and visit. Some people Want to talk to them. Grab a cup of coffee or a Pepsi or something inside, come out. And, Those guys are so polite. Are you and I'd be – get away from us. Can't you see? Hey, I want to sit down here and offer you a few thoughts. Can I Can I talk to you for a few no, minutes? No, you can't. Yeah, yes, we would go like, no, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but no. Um there's doo-doo on that chair. You can't sit there, you know. But, no, those guys, they are so nice. You always want to check that out every Friday or in the fall season. Uh, brought to you by Gumby's and by Jill's Gentleman's Club. Don't forget Jill's being a critical sponsor of that uh, program. All right, next hour, Tom Scateri is in, as he is every Tuesday morning. And we're going to be talking about, uh, well, the Trump uh, Trump trial got underway yesterday. Boy, he was an unhappy camper sitting in that courtroom. Holy mackerel. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, the federal shutdown was averted briefly, but now they got to work out uh, before November what tenth, I think it is. They got to come up with another plan. We're going to see what that might be like. Tom and I will talk about that. And is Kevin McCarthy going to lose his speakership? All of that in our political segment. Plus, as I mentioned, RFK Jr. is thinking about running as an independent candidate. Um, who would he pull from if he ran as an independent? Would it be a bit of a problem for Biden, or be more of a problem for Trump? I want to talk about that coming up next hour as well so we are here for a uh tuesday underway on the watchdog morning show